Section 32 of the Kerner Commission Report. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Report of the National Advisory Commission on Civil Disorders. Kerner Commission Report. Chapter 9. Comparing the Immigrant and Negro Experience. in the preceding chapters we have surveyed the historical background of racial discrimination and traced its effects on negro employment on the social structure of the ghetto community and on the conditions of life that surrounds the urban negro poor here we address a fundamental question that many white americans are asking today why has the negro been unable to escape from poverty and the ghetto like the european immigrants the maturing economy the changing nature of the american economy is one major reason when the european immigrants were arriving in large numbers america was becoming an urban industrial society to build its major cities and industries america needed great pools of unskilled labor the immigrants provided the labor gained an economic foothold and thereby enabled their children and grandchildren to move up to skilled white collar and professional employment since world war ii especially america's urban industrial society has matured unskilled labor is far less essential than before and blue-collar jobs of all kinds are decreasing in number and importance as a source of new employment the negro who migrated to the great urban centers lacked the skills essential to the new economy and the schools of the ghetto have been unable to provide the education that can qualify them for decent jobs the negro migrant unlike the immigrant found little opportunity in the city he had arrived too late and the unskilled labor he had to offer was no longer needed the disability of race racial discrimination is undoubtedly the second major reason why the negro has been unable to escape from poverty the structure of discrimination has persistently narrowed his opportunities and restricted his prospects well before the high tide of emigration from overseas negroes were already relegated to the poorly paid low-status occupations had it not been for racial discrimination the north might well have recruited southern negroes after the civil war to provide the labor for building the burgeoning urban industrial economy instead northern employers looked to europe for their sources of unskilled labor upon the arrival of the immigrants the negroes were dislodged from the few urban occupations they had dominated not until world war ii were negroes generally hired for industrial jobs and by that time the decline in the need for unskilled labor had already begun european immigrants too suffered from discrimination but never was it so pervasive the prejudice against color in america has formed a bar to advancement unlike any other entry into the political system 
political opportunities also played an important role in enabling the european immigrants to escape from poverty the immigrants settled for the most part in rapidly growing cities that had powerful and expanding political machines which gave them economic advantages in exchange for political support the political machines were decentralized and ward-level grievance machinery as well as personal representation enabled the immigrant to make his voice heard and his power felt since the local political organizations exercised considerable influence over public building in the cities they provided employment in construction jobs for the immigrant voters ethnic groups often dominated one or more of the municipal services police and fire protection sanitation and even public education by the time the negroes arrived the situation had altered dramatically the great wave of public building had virtually come to an end reform groups were beginning to attack the political machines the machines were no longer so powerful or so well equipped to provide jobs and other favors although the political machines retained their hold over the areas settled by negroes the scarcity of patronage jobs made them unwilling to share with negroes the political positions they had created in these neighborhoods for example harlem was dominated by white politicians for many years after it had become a negro ghetto even today new york's lower east side which is now predominantly puerto rican is strongly influenced by politicians of the older immigrant groups this pattern exists in many other american cities negroes are still underrepresented in city councils and in most city agencies segregation played a role here too the immigrants and their descendants who felt threatened by the arrival of the negro prevented a negro immigrant coalition that might have saved the old political machines reform groups nominally more liberal on the race issue were often dominated by businessmen and middle-class city residents who usually opposed coalition with any lower income groups white or black cultural factors cultural factors also made it easier for the immigrants to escape from poverty they came to america from much poorer societies with a low standard of living and they came at a time when job aspirations were low when most jobs in the american economy were unskilled they sensed little deprivation in being forced to take the dirty and poorly paid jobs moreover their families were large and many breadwinners some of whom never married contributed to the total family income as a result family units managed to live even from the lowest paid jobs and still put some money aside for savings or investment for example to purchase a house or tenement or to open a store or factory since the immigrants spoke little english and had their own ethnic culture they needed stores to supply them with ethnic foods and other services since their family structures were patriarchal men found satisfactions in family life that helped compensate for the bad jobs that they had to take and the hard work they had to endure Negroes came to the city under quite different circumstances. Generally relegated to jobs that others would not take, they were paid too little to be able to put money in savings for new enterprises, 
in addition negroes lack the extended family characteristic of certain european groups each household usually had only one or two breadwinners moreover negro men had fewer cultural incentives to work in a dirty job for the sake of the family as a result of slavery and of long periods of male unemployment afterwards the negro family structure had become matriarchal the man played a secondary and marginal role in his family for many negro men then there were few of the cultural and psychological rewards of family life they often abandoned their homes because they felt themselves useless to their families although negro men worked as hard as the immigrants to support their families their rewards were less the jobs did not pay enough to enable them to support their families for prices and living standards had risen since the immigrants had come and the entrepreneurial opportunities that had allowed some immigrants to become independent even rich had vanished above all negroes suffered from segregation which denied them access to the good jobs and the right unions and which deprived them of the opportunity to buy real estate or obtain business loans or move out of the ghetto and bring up their children in middle-class neighborhoods immigrants were able to leave their ghettos as soon as they had the money segregation has denied negroes the opportunity to live elsewhere the vital element of time finally nostalgia makes it easy to exaggerate the ease of escape of the white immigrants from the ghettos when the immigrants were immersed in poverty they too lived in slums and those neighborhoods exhibited fearfully high rates of alcoholism desertion illegitimacy and other pathologies associated with poverty just as some negro men desert their families when they are unemployed and their wives can get jobs so did the men of other ethnic groups even though time and affluence has clouded white memories of the past today whites tend to contrast their experience with poverty-stricken negroes the fact is among the southern and eastern europeans who came to america in the last great wave of immigration those who came already urbanized were the first to escape from poverty the others who came to america from rural backgrounds as negroes did are now only after three generations in the final stages of escaping from poverty until the last ten years or so most of these were employed in blue-collar jobs and only a small portion of their children were able or willing to attend college in other words only the third and in many cases only the fourth generation has been able to achieve the kind of middle-class income and status that allows it to send its children to college because of favorable economic and political conditions these ethnic groups were able to escape from lower class status to working class and lower middle class status but it has taken them three generations negroes have been concentrated in the city for only two generations and they have been there under much less favorable conditions moreover their escape from poverty has been blocked in part by the resistance of the european ethnic groups they have been unable to enter some unions and to move in some neighborhoods outside the ghetto 
because descendants of the european immigrants who control these unions and neighborhoods have not yet abandoned them for middle-class occupations and areas even so some negroes have escaped poverty and they have done so in only two generations their success is less visible than that of the immigrants in many cases for residential segregation has forced them to remain in the ghetto still the proportion of non-whites employed in white-collar technical and professional jobs has risen from ten point two per cent in nineteen fifty to twenty point eight per cent in nineteen sixty six and the proportion attending college has risen an equal amount indeed the development of a small but steadily increasing negro middle class while a great part of the negro population is stagnating economically is creating a growing gap between negro haves and have-nots the awareness of this gap by those left behind undoubtedly adds to the feelings of desperation and anger which breed civil disorders low-income negroes realize that segregation and lack of job opportunities have made it possible for only a small proportion of all negroes to escape poverty and the summer disorders were at least in part a protest against being left behind and left out the immigrants who labored long hours at hard and often menial work had the hope of a better future if not for himself then for his children this was the promise of the american dream the society offered to all a future that was open-ended with hard work and perseverance a man and his family could in time achieve not only material well-being but position and status for the negro family in the urban ghetto there is a different vision the future seems to lead only to a dead end what the american economy in the late nineteenth and early twentieth century was able to do to help the european immigrants escape from poverty is now largely impossible new methods of escape must be found for the majority of today's poor end of section thirty two